Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm a tourist rambler by some distance. Ladies and gentlemen from just about everywhere, it's the Football Ramble and my name is Marcus and I've got three magnificent men by my side. Jim. Evening. Pete. Keller did on anniversary. <laughs> and Luke. Alright. Yes. Uh, righto then, boys. Um, ooh, have you seen this? Bayern's Manuel Neuer, the goalkeeper, very good goalkeeper as well, recently won 500 grand for charity on the German edition of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? So, I'd like to ask you if you had to go on that very same programme, obviously the English version, with a footballer, <laughs> who would it be with? Jim. Is it a footballer from, from any era? Any era. Any era. Could be right. a manager as well if you like. Right, this initially will seem like a terrible choice. Right. Right. But it's a two-parter, right? Um. I would choose Kevin Keegan to go on with right obviously he's going to be maddeningly indecisive like really <laughs> is it, this will be his own personal hell I think yeah, I'm a bit be, out of my depth here Jim yeah <laughs> when he gets like 100 grand I'll yeah it'll be, it'll be, it'll be the first one it's yeah. like A, B, C or D is it yeah, A or B like, Kevin A what, <laughs> uh, what are you going to spend the money on Kevin a mental Columbian <laughs> with yeah. rubber legs so yeah he will He will really struggle first and firstly, question would be I've had a lovely day Chris yeah <laughs> what if it's the difference of 16 grand and 32 grand yeah let him get to it Jim come on yeah, the entertainment factor would be brilliant for me mm. I would openly just sit there enjoying him struggling yeah it's great then we'd inevitably go out really really early on because you know <laughs> like, I think um, actually maybe you could sort of you could you could keep him in check a bit because if he's really sure about something you think this is a crucial decision so almost certainly wrong yeah. and then just sort of go against that but if he did eventually go out he'd feel so guilty yeah. he'd just donate the, like, from his own money yeah. just donate the same amount to charity yeah. I've seen the celebrities true. do that before on that show they've said oh well We'll, we'll pay ourselves Can I just say actually oh, Keegan is a brilliant bloke Yeah mm. And yeah. was a magnificent player Yeah We put him in the Hall of Fame We always just slate him though It's, well, we don't it's affectionate him. Yeah it's, It is We love Keegan He's a cuddly man No we do love Keegan <laughs> We do love Keegan Pete Who are you going for um, Not um, a Strictly a footballer Am I allowed to just someone from football oh, Go is that on allow- is that Go allow- on Go on Athol Still <laughs> Oh yeah Sven Joran Eriksson's agent <laughs> I imagine <laughs> Chris Tarrant had asked the question and he'd just give him a steely glare Mm. and it would just fall silent and then after about five minutes he'd give him the money he'd give him a million he'd go okay then okay have the money okay I see where you've gone for that uh, Luke I went for a more sort of cerebral choice knowing that of my own painfully aware of my own sort of general knowledge limitations and thought I'll go for Socrates yes because oh, acor- according to the research I did around Socrates because of this question his, his specialist subjects appear to be medicine philosophy politics and economics mm. right and if I cover off like, a sl- certain section of indie music the 1991-92 Portsmouth season and Italia 90 yeah, we've got all mm. our bases covered yeah. Yeah. and we've got the best chance of winning it and because it is for charity it's important that you do your best <laughs> I was going to choose Latin because whatever the answers and Tarrant goes well I'm afraid it's well I think you'll find it is <laughs> yeah. I think you find Rommel was a British uh, commander in the <laughs> yeah. Second World War yeah. he just he wouldn't have it or I could have a Clark Carlisle yeah it's a good one I thought yeah. about doing Clark yeah. I thought about doing Beckham just so I could spend an afternoon with him that's true well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Luke's got the points yeah, of course I you have. knew you had as well who wants to be a millionaire? That's why it was that tune. Because, oh, okay. uh, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, I quite knowledge. liked what Manuel Neuer said after he got to the 500 grand mark uh, and decided not to go on any further. He just said, now's the end of the gamble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not bad at all. Now, German is a particularly great language for like, just things not translating very well. Yeah. Now yeah. it's ends of the gamble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soft. Yeah. Right, let's move on to the Premier League. Now's the start of the Premier League. Manchester City's been three. going for months, mate. Yeah. Not on this show. 
<laughs> not that day on this show. It's Manchester City 3, Newcastle United 1. City become the first team in Premier history to win 11 of their first 12 games. Yes. Got there. Hell of a stat. Oh, but we're pulling stats out of our ass every single week. It seems the Premier League. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Uh, Pete, your boys lost. Uh, you know, we didn't do too. We're twice as good as Manchester United. So <laughs> Mika Richards was just killing us. Yeah. Specifically, Ryan Taylor. I thought he played particularly badly. And you know, he's not the best defender. He can't tackle. He lets the players just just march past him. And you know, does score a screamer every now and then. Though. Well, yeah. that's the problem. He had a so he's Newcastle great, style. He's, gr- he's great with a free kick, and he scored two very important goals this season, like Sunderland, and uh, of course uh, a couple of weeks ago. But you know, I, I would like to see David David Santon. I think overall he's, he's been okay this season But he had a poor game against He had, an, he had a fairly yeah. awful game Do you think Richard, Richard's not picked by Capello? He's having a great well, season though It's funny I, I was reading about this Because we mentioned it didn't we A week or yeah. two ago He said it's a bit of a shame He's not in the squad What's happening And um, I read around it a little bit And um, someone asked Capello They said um, You know is, is, is Michael Richards going to be in your plans? Is he going to be in the squad? And Capello said it's up to him and then someone pushed up on that I think on Sunday supplement and then, and then someone went to ask Mancini about it mm-hmm. and Mancini was basically agreeing with Capoe that Richards apparently has got this bit of a reputation for not following instructions being a bit hot headed not being able right? to stick to a system and I think Capello feels at that level it's very important that he do, does what he's told but you know what Capello's yeah, like course. and that's why he's not being considered well, I, I did wonder if something had gone on like in sort of previous squads as far as I know like not personally one. I don't think no but yeah, I don't know but that's what I've read he made his debut like how many years ago mm. Five, five years ago. Yeah. I mean, do you remember yeah. for a time he and Sean Wright Phillip looked like, Phillips looked like they were going to be sort of England's right side? Yeah. I mean, that's how long ago yeah. it was, yeah. which has made his debut. Well, it's one of those things where he's, he's more of a wing back than he, he's ever been a defender, but he's just such a big fella. He's just oh, hard man. to get past. He, I, I, standing in front of him, you wouldn't know which way to go. He went You'd go for the nutmeg. He went through that funny face, didn't he? Of sort of believing his own hype a little he bit. Did. And uh, Vieira had a bit of a go at him. He was moved into the centre a bit as well. So everybody thought he was going to go on to be a really commanding centre back. Mm. That doesn't seem to have happened. But you know, that's you know, that's not to his detriment because he's, he's just having a got good so season. Much better at right back. Yeah. I mean, to, to, I mean, through Mika Richards, we did manage to get a couple of chances though. Weirdly, mm. it, against Man City, if we'd taken those, who, who knows what might have happened? Newcastle know? had early chances. Two, they, uh, two or three yeah. chances we could yeah. have put and away towards the end as well Ben yeah. Arthur good to see him back at that yeah, ground he, he looked, as well, well he, you know, he runs at players and he seemed to um, he played a lot better than I've seen him play uh, all season on his slight cameos good to see yeah, he's getting, Sammy he's Sammy on the pitch as well oh he yeah. started he started <laughs> the game showed you on the bench that's going to cause rifts <laughs> in the Amiobi family no, no they're, they're one big happy family, family. Yeah, exactly. we've seen them in, in their onesies yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought um, Ben Arthur looks like he's just getting fully fit again now he looks like he will be a player you know a real decent player again which I know you know that that thing that Shearer talked about how no one had heard of him or anything we obviously had heard of him but it's always a question <laughs> it's always a question mark over when it's such a serious injury whether the player's going to get back to that level mm. again and it's you know he's, he's always been known as somebody who's got a bit of a hot head at times and stuff yeah. and it's about and Pardew's admitted himself that it's about managing his personality because he is quite a He's a bit of a kind of an Elka character. Well, that, that is his job, though, isn't it, Pardew? That is his job. Yeah. That is on his CV, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the thing with Ben Arthur is always his injury came so early into his Newcastle career. Yeah. You could still argue he's not adjusted to the English game, you yeah. know, because mm. he, he's not got a lot of experience of it despite having been here for so long. So well, he did hang out with Joey Barton for most of last season, so, you know. <laughs> did he really? <laughs> well, no, but I mean, well, he's in the team, oh, Marcus. I thought, <laughs> I, well, no, I thought you may... Um, no, I don't think we're out on the friendship. <laughs> I think I'm right in saying that Newcastle's team, back five, have been ever-present this season as well. It's yeah. been a big sort of foundation of how well they've done yeah it's all about consistency you look at sort of uh, and you sort of look at somebody like um, Shea Given at Villa at the weekend I just sort of think man if he'd had that defence in front of him and had it for two or three seasons he played in front of uh, or rather behind something like 50 different defenders or something over his time in Newcastle Cruz an excellent keeper of course he he should really be England's number one he should really (laughs) be uh, the the Dutch number one but obviously he's got a hell of a well that's somebody he's got a hell of a um, keeper in front of him he's only young though isn't he Crawl He's got plenty yeah, of yeah, yeah. Well, that Swansea's keeper. Oh yeah, he's, yeah, he's good. Yeah, Va- yeah, Vaughan. Yeah, he gets a lot. Of, he gets a lot of work. He does get <laughs> yeah. a lot. Of work. And he lost one nil to Manchester United. Week before last, he was, he played out of his absolute skin. He dropped a couple of clangers earlier in the season, but he's going to be one hell of a keeper. Yeah, he's decent. United went there one one nil first in the. They're doing what they always do, aren't they? It's such a cliche about sort of oh you got to uh, win when you're playing badly, but it's basically Man United that have reinforced that cliche. They do it so often, and they're still doing it, like just bouncing back from that sort of. Um, the drubbing they got off the hands of City and uh, off the hands of 
That's not how it works. Off the feet, off the feet of City. <laughs> but you know, a, a lot of teams were just like. I mean, look at Arsenal. They got their absolute like spanking at Old Trafford, and then they just they just couldn't get a win. They just kept messing things up. United have clearly been rattled by it, but they're still winning. Like by the well, I think Ferguson's trying just trying to turn it into a. It's really galvanised them. I think. Mm. I think it's formed this real siege mentality yeah. around it, and they are, and they're not playing perhaps magnificently well but the thing that I think is worth remembering is it's a long season and in the new year the team who have got the experience of winning these things will win in Premier Leagues and the manager is the ultimate Premier League manager mm. that's going to give him a huge advantage next season uh, sorry in, in the new year but it's like when we're talking about like Newcastle going to Man City this is not where their season will live or die it's about, oh, no, it's it's about not, winning man. against the Wiggins and, and the rest of it. it's only one game the Man City the Man City match for yeah, Man exactly. United you know if they, they can creep a 1-0 every week if it was such a, it's such a big score mm. that people think oh they've but City must have got three or four points from that. But yeah. look at the facts. Well, uh, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know what I mean. But look at the facts. I mean, you, you, you started off by saying that City have had the best ever start to a Premier League yeah. um, in, in Premier League history since 1992. They've won 11 out of 12 games. United are only five, five points behind them, so. and I've still got to play them. Mm. So you know, there's, 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 there's such a long way to go. Are you suggesting it's all to play? For? I am. And <laughs> on, on the Swansea thing as well. Um, one other thing. I'm, I'm not sure how many Swansea fans listen. Uh, potentially quite a few. But the the, the thing is that the way they play. They're always going to see goals like that. Yeah. It's just going to happen. But they're they've taking it. Used to it. Yeah, they've got to get used to it. They've just got to, uh, they, 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 Brandon Rogers said after the game, it's my fault that Rangan made that mistake. I like how he said that. Actually. Yeah, I told them to play. Mm. And they're not just going to start lumping it because they're playing May United. They're going to stick oh. to their philosophy, which I quite like. Well, and the, I mean, it doesn't bring you any guarantee as well, just lumping it like that. You know? No. You, you still see teams that play like that getting absolutely spanked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, well, well, as you said, uh, as we said about Wigan, you know, every, uh, every goal is a mistake. <laughs> 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 every goal is a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, Jim, you're right because it, if you think about it rationally, you, you're effectively saying we're going to lump the ball out of danger because they're a better team than us. You get yeah. straight yeah. back to them. But then you've got a 50 50 situation to win the ball, and effectively you're playing against better players. So well, you're it's not even 50 50, is it? You know, yeah. it's even worse odds in your favour. And yeah. it's it's quite an audacious thing as well because I think it's very basic sort of level. The whole route one thing is you're trying to volley it in. From the keeper, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the ball can't touch the ground on the way. It's like, but, but heads and volleys. Basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they should play beach football because it's quite handy to play it in the air. Obviously, because it's quite difficult to knock it along the sand. Who's so. there? Who are we talking about yeah. now? People who lump it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> for a moment, I thought you meant like instead of like normal yeah, football. Well, no, but yeah. if you're if you like to, if, if you're saying you, you don't want the ball to touch the ground before the goal, then beach football. Get it in the air. It's one for the 39th game <laughs> <laughs> You've not seen beach football Jim looks stunned Yeah we're aware of beach football Marcus yeah But well, we're, we're just wondering why you're suggesting it Instead of replacing the Premier yeah, League That's with not beach what he's football. saying No he's what not saying say? that we should replace it He's just saying they should do it to train Oh right okay yeah, There's been right. a confusion And there should be an underwater level like in <laughs> Sonic <laughs> And they should play at the bottom of the sea oh, Anyway wrong with you why you're not at a top club Chelsea, <laughs> uh, Chelsea lost at home to Liverpool 2-1 They mm. did they were knocking balls at the ground when they should really have been shooting towards the goal market. <laughs> Is that two games in a row they lost at the bridge? Yeah, in the, the first time in a, a long, long time that that's happened. Wouldn't happen on a Mourinho, bring him back. Did you see uh, the, this Maltese fella put on like a, a one euro onto an a, accumulator and that late goal from uh, Glenn Johnson bagged him half a million quid. Wow. Apparently, apparently this weekend's been like the worst weekend for uh, the turf accountants, the betting shops, because uh, all the fancy teams won in every single league in the UK. It was weird. Did he say after he won, now is the end of the game? Now is the end of the game. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's literally no more ties on the form. And what about Wigan Blackburn? Three all fantastic game. A goal from Pedersen's corner, which should never have been a goal. Well, they cheated. Mm. They actively cheated. Did they cheat? Yakubu phys- properly cheated. <laughs> I don't know. Is it was it was Yakubi not? Did he not just miss? I think that's what happened. I think he just missed. That's, is that really likely? Yeah, I but really it, it's, so. it's far from his point of view. It makes far more sense to just lightly touch it than pretend to do it. It's the same outcome. The yeah, ball's not going he hasn't anywhere. Done it. I don't know. I, 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 so you're just, let, no, because let, if, let he'd gone back, if he'd have gone back, if he'd gone back, let me just get it straight. You're you're legitimately suggesting a Premier League footballer with tons and tons of goals in, under his belt doesn't know whether he's kicked a ball or not. Well, look, the <laughs> other option is is stupider. 
What's, no. Where's the benefit in what him cheating? Where's he... the benefit in him cheating? No, but you're saying you're saying he's missed, right? If he misses and then goes back, you see, Pedersen, they've obviously done it. He runs at a, a, a certain time, and Pedersen will run over. If you don't get that right, you then have to run back and, and touch it again. It's obvious he's meant to just touch it out, and then Pedersen comes over as if it's not been touched. Whereas if he if he does it, I know I'm aware of the ruse, but what I'm saying is they've extended that ruse a lot further and said, do you know what? Lines don't even bother. Linesmen don't look that much when we're taking them. <laughs> they look at the tussles happening in the box and stuff to just pretend just don't do it and I mean, no one will say anything Yukubu, and worked Yukubu does has a reputation does have a reputation as a very lazy player so maybe you just <laughs> okay, yeah. nah, well I won't do that bit I'm sure it'll be fine I think you guys have to stop arguing because we have all forgotten that Paul Robinson won a penalty he did yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and until you see Paul Robinson running towards a goal <laughs> You don't see how big he is. Yeah, it's weird because the top, the the the, the 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 keeper is the same sort of body shape as Yakubu, so they sort of got this sort of fat spine. Yeah. <laughs> All black Rovers. They've been at uh, <laughs> Fat Sam's gravy tap that he got his. <laughs> well, yeah. 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 It's weird, like because Paul Robinson scored a goal from open play once as well. Yeah. He's got yeah. some really odd stats to his name. <laughs> I can imagine like them going right, Paul, get up there because what we want you to do is cause a bit of chaos in the box and win a penalty. Yeah, I'm up for that. Yeah, it sounds really good. By getting kicked in the face. What? <laughs> Nothing. Just it, it went from sort of grimace to yes to ow, that really yeah. hurt. What, what a horrendous challenge that <laughs> yeah, is. What? <laughs> going on there? Yeah. It was a right kick. Brilliant, brilliant uh, lower end of the table Mate, game. Even, <laughs> even if there's not a man in front of you, it's just an odd way to kick a football. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They basically do that <laughs> thing where they where people just make different changes on keepers. I just barge him in. I just yeah. kick it. I really liked um, Keane's comment at the end of the match. He said, "We will not get relegated." Sort of suggesting that he might leave before that happens. It's <laughs> <laughs> a new deal as well. I, I so, will not get relegated. The, the Steve Keane situation is so baffling, isn't it? I mean, could you imagine if if Allardyce was still there? They would be nowhere near this situation, and it is all it's all down to that. It's very exciting. Crazy crazy three threes yeah. all the time. I know, yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I know. I know what you mean, Jim. I, I, I applaud them for. for Sticking with the manager, there's <laughs> too much short termism in football. I just, these days. I, just <laughs> I just feel for the Blackburn fans. That no, must I, just I don't think they should get rid of Keane. But I'm just, as Jim not, no, <laughs> Jim does. Yeah, no, no totally. They would Jim never be in this situation. Yeah, oh, okay. So you think as a sort of you know, that's a six sixer of aggregate. Yeah, as a neutral, the, the fun no, I, factor. No, I, but the thing is though, who who would? I don't think they've got anybody lined up. Is what I'm <laughs> Line <laughs> someone up. You own a football club. That's the job. No, I, I just uh, keep with him, Blackburn. Keep with him. He keeps talking. Team Keane. He keeps talking about this silent majority who really support him. And it's like well, if they really support you, why are they not reacting to the people who are not supporting? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. But it was always gonna, that no team. Was I can it. hear them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they talk to me at night. I can hear both of them <laughs> uh, when I go to my parents. And the uh, the um, the thing was, no one was going to win that game because they've got two wins between them all season. Yeah. So it's a draw was the obvious result. Well, they've still got those Paul points, Robinson so. didn't intentionally run into the area. He was just sort of sucked there by probability. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a point for Blackburn, really, though, considering they were down to 10. Uh, Stoke 2, QPR 3. Stoke, uh, he wouldn't have surprised him. Hide a Helgeson again. Great header. What a header. He's brilliant. That is a ball, brilliant header. The ball on his head, he is fantastic. He leaps well, mm. he heads the ball very strongly. It's a bullet. Mm. Yeah. The, bullet. Cupid, that's a fantastic result on the road, especially Stoke. Joey Barton, though, nearly gave a penalty away in the last minute. That, that was definitely a penalty. What yeah. was he playing yeah. at? Yeah, I don't know what he was doing. It was a rash challenge. It was, um, it was a sort of what I would call like a, an Obue challenge. Was it Robert Hooth? <laughs> I can't remember who it was on, but it was a definite penalty. I thought it was Hooth. Speaking of a boo, have you seen the treatment he's been getting on? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, sort of, yeah. like written it down, he's gone, ow, I can't take I, the throw. I can't yeah. go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even the players on his own team seem to be saying, well, what, what are you doing? Just <laughs> get on with it. Move away. You're in, yeah. you're in Turkey. What are you doing? <laughs> get on there. Yeah. Yeah. Go over there in the, 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 the physio was like holding a hand over his head, but <laughs> that'll protect him. Yeah, yeah cheers. Um, it will to, to an extent. To be fair, one player was going to pretend that he's being hit by like flying, uh, invisible yeah. flying objects or flying crack spiders or something. <laughs> it would be a boo man. Yeah. It would start playing in a crush helmet now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never understood when you see a player gets hit, gets hit by something, and it's obviously a horrible thing, but then they go down. And you think, yeah. no, you're still in the area. You're still a target. But they're trying to highlight it, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, I know, but yeah. walk yeah. a few paces away and then go down. There was a lot of stuff running down. Yeah. It was yeah. incredible. But he looked genuinely frightened. And I, I was no, like, no, oh, I don't do that to our boo yeah. man. It come reminded back, me back. of when he was getting team talks from the North Korea coach yes. in the World Cup. That was amazing. <laughs> oh, God, that, what a moment. <laughs> but going back to the Stoke QPR game, I remember Stoke, oh, to. Stoke started the last season really badly, didn't they? They mm. were like in, in, like in the relegation zone for ages. They started quite well this season, didn't they? They've done okay. 
I suppose I'm thinking season. of Europa League as well. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what's having an effect on them, you know, it's the extra games. Mm. Well, shall we just sort of repeat, uh, it's all to play for every yeah. week? Yeah. When yeah. it comes to anything. Until it's magically not. Should, should, should we stop until May? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'll probably be April at this rate, Jim. <laughs> right. uh, let's go down to the Championship, where uh, Southampton are going very well. South Coast Derby, Southampton versus Brighton, 3 0. Well, it isn't. And uh, what? It's not a South Coast Derby. Oh, well, it's it is a, a South Coast Derby. Yeah, it's the mm. South Coast. Oh, yeah, why? It? Well, it They're the two is. biggest teams on the South Coast. Mm, have yeah. that. <laughs> well, that rationale then, because they're too far away for it to be a derby. Hartlepool Brighton, <laughs> a coastal coast derby. derby. <laughs> People get confused. There's a lot of confusion over the terminology. So a derby is a is dictionary definition of a derby is like a it's like a fiercely competitive occasion. Yeah, or it could be local. So anything could technically be a derby. Mm. Yeah, but then you've got to prefix it with local derby for what you what people generally mean. I was just slanging it. I, the can't, Manchester I can't derby. my bedroom yeah. antics a derby. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right, right. I've, I've been to Brighton <laughs> and, and there are police involved <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Brighton on the train didn't yeah. take that long no. been to Southampton on the train didn't take that long so no. therefore they can't be that far apart yeah. Okay, yeah, and I question move on question yeah. what you're saying Luke <laughs> it just, it just, I'm not even from Newcastle everyone thinks I am you know do you think I whinge <laughs> about that every fucking week no exactly move yeah. on you have to say the F word there to yeah. Back yeah. up that point You're just jealous of Southampton They're doing well Nine from nine at home Which is you know I mean 100% record at home Is great by anyone's standard <laughs> The man city yeah. of the championship and They've already scored 40 goals this season yeah. Quick note on Brighton as well They've really fallen away No they haven't That was, that was a pretty poor yeah. performance By them at Southampton Which I know is a difficult place to go As I just said They've got a great record But Vicente's injured He was their big sort of marquee signing But you, they seem to be yeah, Struggling a little you bit You see it all the time In the championship though Don't you It's oh, yeah. so, such a sort of Yo-yo league within You know Any one season you know? Yeah yeah, you, I mean, I mean, they've that, yes, they got they got a great start, they've got good foundations to build. Well, on. how many points is Southampton? Five points, five points clear, I think. Yeah, clear West Ham. Can West Ham come back and win it? Well, West Ham have got a great manager at that level, and, and they've got mm. full of experience. So yeah, I'm sure they can. Speaking yeah. of deluded London teams, uh, Harry Red, <laughs> moving back to the Premiership briefly, Harry Redknapp reckons that um, Spurs can win the Premier League. Has he been drinking a lot of medicine? He's that still was found in the hospital. Still on the morphine. <laughs> He's still on the morphine. He's off his face. They were great. No, they, they, can't great they can't win. They were great against Villa. They, they were fantastic. Four, top four, though. Modric, yeah, Modric was everywhere. He was involved in every single move. He was wonderful. Mm, Gary can, Neville was apoplectic. You can really idea. see. You can really see now why Chelsea wanted Modric so much. You know, the, the I, I think I could have seen that anyway. I think I think he was really impressive last season. Yeah, I know, but uh, it, it, it's Chelsea's what Chelsea lack rather than how Modric is playing at the moment. I think yeah. they are missing that spark. You know, yeah. to have. I mean, if you've got Modric and Parker in the in the center of the pitch, oh, yeah. you're loving it. You're absolutely loving it. Yeah. Yeah, all day, all day. But some of the marking that Villa was, oh god, so bad. <laughs> Give so him half time. Yeah, oh, the only way he kicked out the boy all scored. <laughs> there was no one within like four or five yards of him in the penalty area. He's having a great time, old Adam. Oh, he's loving it. And come deny. Uh, right, let's go back down to the championship. Um, Middlesbrough third after drawing on the weekend. There was a heartwarming tale from the northeast. Um, I don't know if you heard this uh, Well you you may remember the terrible news Back in 2010 When former Borough player Gary Parkinson Who was head of youth development at Blackpool at the time He had a stroke Which left him paralysed and suffering From lock-in syndrome Which is a terrible, terrible thing um, It basically means he he really can't move Any other part of his body apart from his eyes yeah, it's bad. It really it's is a horrible, horrible Oof. thing um, but uh, Tony Mowbray went to see him recently and, and wanted him uh, to get him back into football somehow and Mowbray, he gave Parkinson some DVDs to watch of potential signings so Parkinson could watch them and rate the players and he, and he does this by uh, blinking to his wife to communicate and getting he, he basically, he's, he's kind of a scout really yeah, which yeah. is great to see him uh, back it's in football in some way yeah, 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 yeah. totally um, but yeah, so uh, I thought that was quite a nice time yeah, from, uh, nice from, yeah. from, from the North East uh, let's go down to League One where Huddersfield record breaking Huddersfield beat Notts County 2-1 and they break Nottingham Forest league record uh, as they've now gone 43 games unbeaten six matches short of Arsenal's record of 49 league games of course didn't win the playoff final did they <laughs> <laughs> got battered 3-0 on the playoff final which apparently doesn't count as a league game well they so bounced they, back they, well they, yeah they? true yeah yeah what well, they can do that for the rest of time never lose a league game ever again but yeah. lose every playoff final it's, it's, a, it's some sort of curse yeah. it shows you how well Charlton have done this season because they're still five points clear yeah, yeah. <laughs> five points seems to be the margin doesn't it yeah the football league Sean BBC 2 on Sunday I think it was where they um, they went behind That's the scenes Saturday night at, um, BBC 1 isn't it After oh yeah I must have be been watching yeah. the replay yeah. Yeah. Um, and they went behind the scenes uh, with like Lee Clark and stuff and like it finished the game They came in They'd won the match and he, shot, he basically just went Well done lads 
then walked off. <laughs> is, that, is that all you need? Yeah, that was when Bloody the cameras were on. I know, yeah, and then as soon as the camera was you were shit, you were shit, you yeah. were shit. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, also in League One, the two Sheffield sides, Wednesday and United, both won, and uh, right up there in third and fifth places. Wednesday only two points behind Huddersfield, who so are going very well under the formidable Gary Megson. Formidable he is. <laughs> no comments on the Megson, mites? Uh, yeah, let's... let's you know, we'll keep the pointometer in storage for a bit longer. <laughs> yeah. What my point is, yeah, we often have a little dig at Megson, but they're only two points off the, the side but who are. We've been through this, and we've said this before. <laughs> he will do okay, but he'll suck the goodness out of it. <laughs> like a vampire. <laughs> you can't enjoy it. They'll play like Sheffield Sunday. Yeah. Oh, It'll just be drab and boring Liking what you did with that one, Jim uh, right, <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> mate Let's <laughs> go down to League 2 At the risk of Luke's wrath There was a Devonshire derby Torquay 3, Plymouth 1 yeah. Some <laughs> people say Plymouth is in Cornwall uh, in, in, uh, Yeah, they do say it's in Cornwall But well, it's it, not It's not yeah. no. it's Who says that? Idiots Idiots, yeah, because yeah, it's not <laughs> a- Any map cartographers <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> We've also got to say Northampton 2, Shrewsbury 7 Friend of the show, Murray James, will be happy. He's banging on about getting uh, the shrews in the show every week. Shrew, so. shrew, 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 shrews. They've got to score seven goals, Murray. That's how they get in the show. Away mm. from home as well. I know. Yeah, and that's a, that's another stipulation. He's <laughs> Northampton. Northampton. They've sacked uh, or their caretaker manager David Lee. Who stepped in to replace him? Former Blackburn keeper Tim Flowers. Has he? Oh, oh nice. Big Timmy Flowers is in there. Yeah. He's still got his beard. Can someone find that out for us? Has he show got a beard? Show at the what did has you he say? St- has yeah. he still got his beard? No, I don't think he does. It, it'll be a different beard now, even if he has. <laughs> <laughs> he will, he's got a but it's from the same source. <laughs> uh, but quickly to the Blue Square Premier League. Bath City, who are currently bottom, have been receiving emails from a 17 year old lad in South Korea asking to be taken <laughs> on as manager of the team. 36 emails in total, he's uh, sent. They, they've put it on their website. Yeah. They've just they've they've openly the best taken bits. the piss out. The best bits have they put on, yeah. He, he's outlining in poor English. His plans that he put in place if he was in charge of the team. There was mention of Germany's four-two-three-one, yeah, and all sorts. I mean, they are bottom of the blue square. Yeah, we got to lose them exactly. Yeah, pride, people in, dignity, people in glass houses and glass houses that are located at the foot of the table. Yeah, <laughs> didn't throw stones. There we go. We can only go to one place now. It's La Liga. You were pleased, and there's no SPL because mm. when you get oh. relegated from the Blue Square Premier League, you go into La Liga. That's <laughs> right, I want to moan about um, Aberdeen rubbish. Oh, go on then. Motherwell back to winning ways. They're rubbish. Yeah, <laughs> the Rangers <laughs> drop points at home. Incredible scenes. They're only ten. They're rubbish as now. well. Aberdeen are having a terrible time of it <laughs> under Craig Brown. <laughs> under seventy-one-year-old Craig Brown. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, remember, remember, I think we covered it last season. Last season, at one point, Aberdeen lost nine-nil to Celtic. <laughs> that, was that under Brown? I think it, I'm not sure because it was a changeover, wasn't there? Well, put it this way: they're still like ninth in the league. He's not done great. They still lost. Nine <laughs> Do you remember that that thing we spoke about quite a bit, where Craig Brown was asked who he sort of fancies for the league, and he yeah. just named every yeah. team, and yeah. maybe he just sees every single team as someone that's potentially going to cause him problems, yeah. <laughs> and that's just coming true. If you asked him now, he'd tell, he'd list every team in the league apart from Aberdeen. Mm. <laughs> Can I just say, listeners, that um, I tried to skip over the SPL there, and they dragged it back. Yeah, it's getting a bit. Yeah. 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 They were do, very, see? very patronising about it. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> There's uh, somebody tweeted. I can't remember the person who tweeted me, but uh, with a video of um, a man doing a lot of really, really good Scottish managerial impressions, I most of which are, I'm not really sure how they talk anyway. So <laughs> I can't, I can't um, vouch for, it, for their accuracy. He also does a good Steve Bruce as well. I'll stick it on uh, Ramble Tube. So check Ramble it out at the football you know, Ramble dot com. There are better things than that on the internet. By the way, you've said that. <laughs> <laughs> La Liga time. Benton! Benton. I was yeah. thinking Barrett, so I wanted yeah. to show it. Barcelona for Daragotha nil. Messi scored his 50th goal of 2011. Put that into perspective. People are losing their shit about RVP scoring about 30 in, in, a, in a calendar year. Mm. Messi, 50. Nothing's mentioned. Just expected. <laughs> well, he what? literally mentioned it then. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's not in the mainstream press or anything, is it? Yes, it is. All That's right, where he got enough, it. Move on. <laughs> but the, but the, ni- <laughs> the, thing, the thing with Messi is the knives are never really oh, out wait, for I'm him. Because he's it? so lovely. You couldn't hate that man. No. Van mm. Persie's been injured quite a bit as well. Yeah, yeah. true. He could chase a lot of stags onto a, onto a road. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> would mind. <laughs> I've never considered the goal at home yet this season. <laughs> Isn't that true? That's <laughs> Fucking mental. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, possibly the biggest game of the Spanish season so far was Valencia two, Real Madrid three. Mm. Uh, well, I don't like Real Madrid in that red kit. No, I they don't. They look like Liverpool. <laughs> Do you know, I've Alonso playing there. Just like, <laughs> I can't, I can't handle this. There's few things more enjoyable to watch than Benzema's first goal in, oh, that, in yeah. that red kit. Oh, look classy. Just look so classy. <laughs> Good feet. 
Oh, right in the corner. It's, it's like the heads and volleys dream that we were talking about, anyway. Mm. The way he took it. Well, I was going to say, is Carvalho still injured at Real Madrid? I think he is because Ramos is playing in the middle with Same Pepe, yeah. oh, and um, and Arbeloa is playing right back. And since then, they can't stop winning. They can't stop winning. Um, um, Dermot Corrigan, who writes our Spanish piece, uh, Spanish articles every week, was saying about it. Like they've, they've massively improved when they've mm. changed. And Ramos, it's funny to think of it, but he was saying that Ramos basically considers himself for club and country a centre back. Yeah, but he's right. playing, been playing right back for so long. You just mm. now assume he's a right. Well, it's the same with it's the same situation as Michael Richards. Yeah, he was always it was always viewed that he would come inside. So maybe that's just where we'll stay now. Well, Jamie yeah. Carragher <laughs> played fullback yeah. for years, of course. <laughs> <laughs> he had a go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good game that Valencia game, wasn't it? It was an excellent game, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Jose Mourinho angered the Valencia fans after he showed, uh, as um, one of their players said, a lack of respect in celebrating his team's third goal. He ran down the touchline and jumped on the, one of the subs back. I think it was Callahan. One of the Real yeah. Madrid subs back. Yeah. That would have really <laughs> yeah. been yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> <laughs> The interesting story. It was a ridiculous celebration for a manager. Yeah, it was. He, he goes yeah. over the top, doesn't but he? What's wrong with that? No, it's good. No, I, but I've never seen a Megson. Yeah, <laughs> imagine him doing that. <laughs> Still <laughs> looking really dour. Imagine, just being really sinister. Imagine <laughs> <Alidoy just climbing laughs> down the touchline at one of his players. He's done, done my Achilles in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Injury. Injury. Indiana Jones situation if he turned around. The, uh, the big story for me in, um, in <laughs> Spain is that Malaga have moved into fourth now. Yeah. And if, and if they get into the Champions League positions, and, and finish there Obviously it could all go Stratospheric <laughs> <laughs> Was that the big story? The well, for me, for me the big story was um, Granada versus Mallorca Getting banned after uh, A linesman was hit by an umbrella Oh yeah I saw that yeah um, uh, It cut his cheek quite badly Yeah How did that like spike on the end? Sort of thing now, Do you know what I, I didn't even know Steve McLaren was there <laughs> Or did it float down Like really <laughs> Like Mary Poppins I love <laughs> this <laughs> I absolutely love this um, the, the, the Granada coach Fabri Gonzalez Said about the lad who um, Whose umbrella it was It was a young guy apparently now, I don't know how much, it, if the weather is so good in Andalusia they just don't know how to operate umbrellas but he <laughs> said the poor lad still had the handle in his hand and he seems to have lost control yeah. <laughs> how do you work the well, it's <laughs> not past his test <laughs> that's what I'm saying is it always never get a drop of rain yeah. what the hell is this yeah. <laughs> I just don't get that see the, the game was abandoned the whole game because this lad couldn't work a bleeding umbrella that's a fourth official and going there yeah. that's what I'm saying mm. absolutely you know. staggering you want to check the betting patterns on that if yeah. anyone's bet on that then it's yeah. suspect yeah. Yeah. yeah so they're going to have to replay the match although in Spain they can be quite funny can't they they just probably replay the last half an hour of the game or whatever it was <laughs> yeah. but the, yeah the manager was like yeah we can't fit it in, in until Christmas because we've got a bit of a fit it's just like because a lad couldn't yeah, we'll do 10 minutes here 10 minutes there <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, <then laughs> and it's Mallorca it's living on an island because you know, <laughs> this lad couldn't control an umbrella alright what we'll do is we'll let your fans do it to an Irishman and then we'll be <laughs> I mean, bit, it's raining during the Christmas months for crying out yeah. loud it's more you shouldn't be taking an umbrella to a football match anyway <laughs> let's be honest it, it, it blocks people's view yeah <laughs> uh, well hence the betting thing Jim could, really, uh, <laughs> could be a thing oh, my, my, my Malaga thing actually not fourth they're fifth right and, uh, but I was expecting Levante to fall away mm. which is pretty which much they are yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's, you make a good point but um, might they not be a just a little bit too late, Malaga, with the financial fair play rules coming in. Have they, you know, have they really got enough money uh, that they can do it in time? I think you can only like make losses of like something like fifty million euros a, a year, isn't it? Uh, but they're in the, the Champions League, they'll be making that huge money. Yeah, true. I think I just think in Spain it's an interesting situation because you've got the Man City thing they, they were buying players they could buy to a level 195 million well that's their loss yeah. isn't it but, but what I mean is before they got in the Champions League they were buying these mm. players to a certain level once they shoehorned their way in there then they were going all out and yeah, I think yeah, yeah. might do the same and if you think that Barcelona and Real Madrid aside those two places are pretty much up for grabs aren't they Villarreal are having a terrible time mm. of it you've got Valencia in there um, Atletico you know maybe Severe perhaps but Malaga have got the financial muscle and they've signed decent players what yeah, I mean so though is it. they will have to spend so much so quickly that it might just be a bridge too far. But how do you think Man City are going to get around it? Well, I, don't, Man, I don't Man know. City's the way of Man City are apparently going to get around it is that they're sponsoring themselves pretty much, aren't they, with the whole sort of Etihad thing. Uh, that that money's coming from Mansur, but it's a sponsorship thing, so right. it counts. So Maybe I'll do that. It. I don't know. What should there's ways of getting around it anyway? I mean, they can't sort of. Will they just sort of take the hit on the fine and just sort of go, oh, sod it? That, yeah. Surely it can't be a fine. No. <laughs> 
It must be points. It must. It's got to be points. No, you can find how much you've gone over. You can't. You yeah. can't play in Europe. Is the plan, isn't it? Oh, oh, that's right. No, that is. Yeah, you know. You're oh, right. they should find them like uh, millions and millions and millions. Then they can afford to run the Cup Winners' Cup again. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Anything, Put that to the memo get, to <laughs> anything to get the cup when come back. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Serie A. Juventus three, Palermo zero. Juve in first. Mm. I've taken the league. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> they played brilliantly against Palermo, didn't they? They, 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 they didn't stadium. invite them. They didn't invite them on them though. It was really sort of like they, they sort of sat back a little bit and just went, yeah. "Come at me, bro." <laughs> it, was, it was great to see uh, Del Piero come on. It was, wasn't it? Half it an was, hour. I, I tweeted the, the, the new Juve stadium looks like a brilliant place. Oh, yeah, it looks bigger. Despite yeah. the fact that I think it's smaller, it's right by the pitch as well, right on yeah. the pitch. Yeah, they didn't like the Deli Alpi, the uh, Juventus fans, yeah. quite famously. Mm-hmm. No, no, see, I don't think. I mean, I don't think they just sold it out yeah. or something like that. And bearing in mind, they had semi-finals of the Champions League, yeah, which because it's in the middle of nowhere, isn't it? Oh, is that right? But yeah. the um, the uh, the thing about Juve is they've got obviously got no European football, so they've got plenty of plenty of spare time. Mm. They've got um, you know, a bit of a club legend in Conte as the manager, and they've got like, they signed Pirlo. Mm. P- I mean, like, P- loving Pirlo, loving Pirlo, and Matri's in great form. Quality, you know, got loads of good, good players, you know. Yeah, no, they do it very well. Uh, it's very tight at the top in Serie A. Only one point separating the top four. Although Juventus do have a game in hand. It would be great if Del Piero won the league there in his last mm, season. Yeah. Hopefully, it won't be his last season. Maybe they'll have a change. Of I heart. think it will be. I, I, think? Do, I think. I think. So. Uh, did you see? Um, did you guys catch uh, Roma Lecce? No, I never saw that. Um, uh, 2-1? They won 2-1, yeah, but Osvaldo scored an amazing overhead kick that was disallowed wrongly. Oh, um, no. It was given offside, it wasn't offside, and he overhead kicked it right in the absolute rocket. Mm. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was visibly shaken. By <laughs> how, oh, I can't believe it. No one or better Julio Baptista's. I'm sticking with that kind of saying it's up there with that. It's not as good, but it is up there. Okay. Very impressive. Oh, well, that's gutting there. Yeah. Uh, what I would argue is that will find its way into a YouTube compilation and it will be there for, for all time. It's no consolation to him, Pete. Back in the day, you know, you didn't get that sort of. Uh, that's true. Yeah, that yeah. It's true. You could, you could feasibly go on to think, oh, I must have just imagined that. <laughs> yeah, after yeah. a while, yeah. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's worth um, pointing out as well how badly Inter are doing as well. I know oh, we've yeah, done it before, yeah. but they're like, what, they 16th? Well, they did win, yeah. but. They they, they are struggling. But yeah. it, is, it is ridiculous That they're way down there And you look at some of the players oh, this many got, games Yeah and you're just thinking Man that's Inter What are they doing People, people more sort of learned About Italian football Than, than us have, have said though That you know Mourinho left that That club And as soon as he left them They just completely Yeah out, Well yeah I think we said that A few weeks ago Absolutely And Mourinho's very much like that Isn't he he'll, he'll do that for a certain amount of time And then he'll just leave And it'll all go to pieces You know They had quite an ageing squad That he left behind Didn't they Yeah they did Yeah uh, but yeah, they've never they've never replaced him. I don't think they'll finish 16th. Mostly, no. 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 Uh, there's some uh, nice news coming from Milan. Was uh, Antonio Cassano returned to the club's training ground, Milan's training ground? Um, to, to Did he have a woman with him? Was he? Yeah. <laughs> the nurse. I'm feeling better. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, to to uh, see his teammates once again, and uh, I think his rehab starts on Monday. Cool. Well, good so, luck. So I to mean, you. bearing in mind he had uh, what was it, heart surgery? It yeah. would have been yeah. only um, a few weeks ago. So nice to see the big man's out and. Uh, yeah, absolutely, mm. and uh, hopefully be back amongst the goals. The football world be a richer place with him back in. It. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> Very much so. Did you see the um, while we're in Italy? Did yes. you see the thing that happened in the uh, the, the Italy's uh, national team game a little while ago with Balotelli? We missed this at the time. I think it was last week. Well, but, um, the, the wrong shirt on. Yeah, they had a new <laughs> kit, and he came on in the second half, and he was wearing the old shirt. <laughs> That even I don't know. He was like made to take it off. When, I, when I saw the headline, I thought, "Oh, did he come out like a '94 kit?" <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Brilliant. We yeah. got a badger on the back. Or yeah, something. yeah. Well, at the, at the weekend, I think uh, when I think Stephen Taylor, the man who just constantly bleeds all the time, yeah, uh, he went off briefly. And he came on with a new shirt, but it was one of the youth team shirts. It was like a number forty-one or something. So his yeah. shirt got on, but he's yet to make his debut in the Premier League. Oh, so oh, quite yeah. like, oh, my shirt play yeah. better than me. <laughs> oh, dear, dear. Right, let's go to the Bundesliga. With uh, the top two faced each other: Bayern Munich versus Borussia Dortmund. One nil to Dortmund. Goza. Goetze what, Arsenal what target Goetze it was It was so composed Wasn't it Yeah 19 year old It's Goetze isn't it Not Goetze yeah. Goetze 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 yeah. um, Representatives from Arsenal Have been watching him For three weeks now it's They won't sign him <laughs> We're, you know they we're won't playing them him. tomorrow And that's why we're watching them <laughs> Yeah <laughs> They won't sign him anyway No, no well, They put a bid in For 35 million apparently On the last day of the season Like the transfer winner Just gone Which was just sort of Rejected out of hand So there's concrete interest there By the sounds of it But I can't see it happening yeah. Especially not in January Like people are saying Dortmund would be They would never do that 
They've also because they lost a, key, a few key players as well, haven't they? They lost yeah. a couple to Real Madrid and stuff like that, you know. So it'd be hard to. I mean, maybe they can't resist. The problem is there's probably not the money in German football that there is in the Premier League, and mm. so they might be tempted. They might be tempted to cash the thing in. With, um, the thing with wasn't the Dortmund keeper stuck in the changing rooms because he had the wrong shorts on. <laughs> he, had, <laughs> he had he had some. He had a Newcastle youth team player shorts on. No, <laughs> he, he, he had the wrong colour sort of undershort or something, and the referee spotted it and said, "No." It was a Real Madrid player as well that couldn't come on because he had like white tape on his socks and he had to have red tape on it and something like that. <laughs> well, it's like when had to colour his socks tape in, didn't he? Yeah. In the World Cup. Oh yeah. The thing about when I when I sort of like read up about watch German football and stuff, I always end up myself sort of like automatically going towards like, the German national team. Like seeing it and going, Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what I did today, I spent my time working out the most recent squad, what the average age was, and seeing how long they'd be around for. Mm. Average age 24 oh, mm. God yeah. <laughs> They hammered Holland as well They like, absolutely battered Holland uh, they're, not, they're in the same pot as England Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's true <laughs> That yeah, just means they're going to destroy us later you know what? For the group, I, yeah. I genuinely would rather get Spain Yeah I would yeah. 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 I think yeah. Germans are the Oh now we beat them big mouth yeah, well, yeah. We can beat Spain That's what I'm saying <laughs> you know? They ain't got Messi anymore have they <laughs> <laughs> Some people seem to think that Yeah we'll see them in the final Jimbo um, and they'll hammer from us. our living rooms. <laughs> we won't. We won't. Let's go back to the Bundesliga. Though. I think that's where we began this chat. Um, Dortmund, yeah, brilliant result against Bayern away um, in Munich. I thought they were going to win though because their coach Jurgen Klopp said ahead of the game when we started studying our system, it was more of a case of Swan Lake. Yeah. Now we always want to grab the ball like piranhas. <laughs> so again, a very mixed. Yeah, strange one. Confusing. Strange one that. But I like the analogy going after the ball like piranhas. It's an excellent result for them because Bayern have, have conceded few goals. I haven't mm. seen. They're still top, aren't they, Bayern? Yeah, they are, but, but Dortmund, they're not far behind. Them, are they, Dortmund, Dortmund. Gladbach and Schalke right behind them. Mm. Huntelaar and uh, oh, Raul on the Schalke goals. have got a player called Lewis Holtby, and he's uh-huh. German. Yeah, yeah, I looked into Lewis Holtby because that is weird. And um, <laughs> his dad um, is was from Liverpool. There's a quote from him uh, which I found. Um, and again, it's one of those really funny German sort of strange translations where there's exclamation marks in things that don't seem like they should be there so I'm just going to read it out for you my father was born in England and was an Everton fan since the age of five he immediately infected me with the Everton virus <laughs> <laughs> take that exclamation there's a medical out. term yeah. for that Holtby yeah. <laughs> and there's, there's Aaron Hunt as well uh, uh, Bremen English um, mother yeah. as well so they're stealing our bloody players what I'm saying is no, they're not. next England manager needs to be an Englishman Jack Charlton get those guys in <laughs> get them in <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone wins yeah that, I'm having that Holtby's been capped for Germany I'm not sure if Aaron Hunt has but Holtby's definitely been capped so we're out in Brazil and he's sort of been. going I've got to get my water to much Germans <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that because we don't produce maybe technically gifted players like the Germans and Spaniards and all, we just go and nick their players I'm suggesting yeah. that their, their parents are going hey it looks like you might be quite a player let's get the Germany now <laughs> yeah. get there now yeah that's true <laughs> well you realise maybe how lucky we were to have Hargreaves yeah, exactly. Similar situation. Yeah. Similar situation. Till he, till he exploded. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be back. Yeah. Till oh, the English part of him. <laughs> we need him. Yeah, exactly. Um, it it couldn't <laughs> handle it. His yeah. body couldn't handle what he was trying to learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, English, the English part of him kept rejecting yeah. it. My legs don't move like that. <laughs> Stop lumping it. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go to Holland, where Louis van Gaal is set to take over as general director of Ajax. Fun time, Louis. From uh, July <laughs> next year. <laughs> now... But you're never going to believe this But there's a Dutchman who's really angry about this <laughs> He dropped a racialism as well uh, Well Allegedly, allegedly uh, yeah. David has said he's not But, okay. but Johan Cruyff It's fair to say He's raging Why is Johan Cruyff such an insufferable <laughs> piss twit? He's an <laughs> absolute I'm a bit respectful One of the greatest players of all time Yeah on the, the field He's amazing And and, and Edgar Davids did sort of say He is the greatest footballer or whatever But no he didn't say He's a great human being <laughs> He said he was well, very talented He didn't want to lie Because, he, he? because he's demonstrably not <laughs> <laughs> People um, need to stop telling Cruyff this yeah. They need to put like video montages together Where it's edited to make him look shit Just to go look Be humble yeah. Yeah. You, You're remembering <laughs> this differently Johan <laughs> yeah. um, Cruyff and Van Hal Were teammates Albeit briefly at Ajax but they famously never got on and, and and the great thing is about this decision It was made by the Ajax board When Cruyff was in Barcelona <laughs> As soon as he went away Right, get in, quick Hey, in. look over there Yeah um, it's, it's interesting And it's inevitable 
isn't it? Because you can start any sentence with Johan Cruyff or Louis Van Gaal and end it with famously didn't get on. And <laughs> yeah, 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 it works makes, makes well. sense if you put yeah. those two together. Well, yeah. it's, it's, it's incredible that Van Gaal's actually um, looking to go there because he said that as long as Johan is there, it's impossible for me to go, basically. They should do like a tag team wrestle with like Stoichkov and Hardy or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Cruyff said, uh, with regards to this, they said to him, what do you think of this decision? And he just went, oh, you think you're on the right road and then suddenly this happened. <laughs> Legally, they all know how it works, but of course it stinks all around. <laughs> He's up fuming. Well, a, I'm, a I'm sure who, he'll just go quietly and it'll all be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A man who in the week did say Edgar Davids, you are only here because you are black. I mean, really? That- Allegedly, yeah. uh, no, he definitely he's definitely said it, but you know yeah, no, he, he did say he that. Did say did he? Yeah. Okay, I, well, he's scowling. Yeah. <laughs> he explained himself. He said there was a point to it, but that is a sentence <laughs> that never needs to be said ever. Yeah. But with, well, yeah, with regards to um, the, the the previous Van Hal and Croft, it's the only time perhaps that Blatter's uh, advice might work. Just shake and make up. You know. <laughs> Christ, <laughs> <on the bike. laughs> yeah, are we going to go into that? Now we're here. Uh, go on. I then. think it's been done. Uh, yeah, it has been done. I I just want to say I think it's. Defend him? A, yeah, <laughs> it, it, this has been a perfect opportunity of all these sort of like racialist storms coming up for them to actually do something, you know, make an example out of out of you know these not even necessarily and what do these they do? players. Let's quote him. Yeah, <laughs> but I think you know if something like this happens, surely they can just say right, this, that's a ten game ban if you're proven wrong. Something like that, do something rather than going, oh, just shake on it. Yeah, it's just it's it's they've dropped the ball so badly, and that's what it's disappointing. As you sound surprised by it. Ra- yeah, well, I sh- I Old be, fat white I, man out of touch. Who knew? <laughs> 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 no, it shouldn't be. It's just so disappointing. Yeah. It should be a heavy fine. Yeah, heavy fine and if, a if big if Listen, listen if to Dave bad. Whelan about it. Well, li- he yeah. knows what he's talking. Listen about. to the Czech Republic FA. Yeah, okay. Because they've produced a heavy fine to their own players. <laughs> they've fined their own team seventy-eight thousand euros because the national team were filmed at the uh, Montenegro airport, which of course they they won in Montenegro and they progressed to the European Championship. Not in the airport. In the, no, well, um, on the on the way home uh, on the flight, apparently they all started getting naked, and uh, by the time they landed back in Prague, many. Of the uh, players were only wearing their briefs or pantaloons. <laughs> pantaloons. <laughs> All got a bit led zeppelin. <laughs> some of the team walked through. Yeah, some of the pra- uh, team. Some of the team. Sorry, walked through Prague's um, airport lounge half naked. Apparently, I love Vladimir Sweet's speech. I like to think that one of them is wearing like half a suit, sort of <laughs> sideways. Down. I, I like to think that it was only like a forty-minute flight or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> um, uh, Schmitzer, who's of course the manager of the team, brilliant. He said it was youthful indiscretion. It began with the younger one. And unfortunately, spread like an epidemic, <laughs> like, like supporting Everton. <laughs> but yeah, but everyone's mad in the Czech Republic. They're saying they've they've marred the celebrations and all. Well, it's a bit, it's a bit oh. classless, really. You, I mean, if, if it happened in England, people would be kicking off about it. Do you yeah. think? Oh, come on. Okay. Yeah. Got they did win in the playoffs as well. <laughs> it's not like they they came top of their group no, exactly, and yeah. murdered well, everyone. To be fair, they were in the same I group know, as Spain. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, right then, before we go to the emails, a couple of results we've got to mention: MLS, LA Galaxy one, Houston Dynamo nil. Beck wins the cup. He yes. put in so many crosses for people that just muffed it up. <laughs> he could barely move as well. <laughs> He's not there to move. He's got a torn hamstring, isn't he? It's pass and pass. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting how like he, they tried to cover that up, didn't they? Beckham, they tried, they released a little statement saying he's got a cold, and he apparently yeah. was properly sniffing in press conferences, putting it on to, to throw them off the scent that he was injured because it would have gone mental if mm. they'd known. Really? Yeah. I don't think he's torn. I think he's just got a slight sort of strain, isn't he, or something? I think it's, it's a slight tear. I don't know. It's nothing too serious. But in, it's in the MLS at the age of thirty-six, well, he's got with, the, with um, a hamstring injury. Is it the young Brazilian lad Janinho beside him who basically does all the running for him? That's <laughs> what you want. Exactly. He should definitely. I think he should stay there. You know I love Deepak, and we all do, and I, you know. But should he be really considering going to PSG? You look at Deepak. Loves his kids, doesn't he? Clearly, an amazing dad. They're really happy there, apparently. Yeah, I, I would not be surprised if he stays there yeah, for them. I think so. Uh, one uh, quick result then from Uruguay: Nacional versus Penarol. He mm. ended two-one to Nacional and a ninety-second-minute winner from the penalty spot. Wow! For the boys from <laughs> Nacional, from Alvaro Recoba. Yeah, no less. Have what? the rights subsided? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I was what? the ref, I'd be like, "Oh, lad, exactly. come on!" It was. It was a penalty. It was. It was, it was a blatant handball, but still, though, yeah. what a decision! To have to but make. you'd just be like You've let us down here players yeah, To yeah. be fair I've seen Uruguayan league football And Argentinian league football You've got to go some To win a penalty You've got to really <laughs> yeah. Really get hurt To win a penalty yeah. Oh dear Right it's time for Going for gold Going for Going for gold Gold It is time for gl- Going for gold Let me just write down uh, Who it actually is Because I haven't done that yet 
I have done that now. Paolo Maldini. It's not Paolo Maldini. Surely uh, you already know. That's not even a guess. Just in case I forget and blurt out, um, what did I blurt out a few Benito weeks ago? Carbone. Benito Carbone for no reason. Right, uh, Luke's on five, Marcus is on five, Jim is on four, <laughs> and I am on one. So, uh, Jimmy got a chance to, uh, to achieve to parity. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Five points is the number, as we've said. So. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Would you like the first clue? Yes. yes. I was born in Sims Hill, Glasgow. Stop. Gary McAllister. No, not Gary McAllister. Stop. Ali McCoist. No, not Ali McCoist. I was thinking McCoist as well, actually. Second clue. Glasgow is in Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. (laughs) You want to go for that one, dear? Gordon Strachan. Not Gordon Strachan. Uh, I started my career in 1973. Stop. David Weir. Not (laughs) David (laughs) Weir. <laughs> I have played for Wollongong City. Stop. Carnu. Stop. <laughs> Not Carnu. Mo Johnson. No. Stop with Korean series. We're only on four, four, four clues. Let's yeah, get, okay. let's get through them. Stop. Oh. Graham Sooners. <laughs> Not Graham Sooners. <laughs> Just name and Scotsman. My second club. In Edinburgh, anyway. My second club in Nazel was Detroit Express. My first club was Ipswich. Stop. John Walker. <sighs> No. Oh, it was Oh no, I don't think his first club was it. I have won the UEFA Cup twice for two different clubs. Stop. Alan Brazil. Alan Brazil. Yeah! <laughs> oh, fair play. Fair play. Turns out he was a footballer. Yeah. <laughs> My middle name is Bernard. Uh, Thirteen games for Scotland. My career ended at twenty-seven after a back injury. I've got a great story about Alan Brazil. Um, Someone told me once that he was. Does it involve alcohol, Luke? No, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. He, oh, well, sort of. In the <laughs> it, it will have been in the system. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it won't be on the death certificate, but it will be involved somehow. He um, he basically was was told on the breakfast show to to announce the death. He's on five lives of uh, John Thor, who was Inspector Morse, famous, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. famous um, actor. But what he'd been doing when he was because obviously it's live radio and the breakfast show, a lot of new stuff. He was basically saying, um, "My name." He kept, he kept getting the name wrong, saying his name was John Shaw. Right. And then someone came in, went in the middle of a news break or, or an ad break, and said, "Alan, you need to you need to correct yourself because a guy's died. His name's John Thor. He's quite famous. Mm. It's a bit disrespectful. You keep calling him John Shaw. So you need to make an apology and get his name right uh, off the top of the off the top of the news." He said, "Okay, yeah, fine. How is I will do." And uh, come back off the news, and they say, uh, and he goes, oh, "I'm very sorry to. I've been making a mistake. Um, the guy's died. Actually, John Thor." Not John Shaw. Keep getting his name wrong. If you're listening, John, many apologies. Oh, <laughs> if I was in heaven and I had all the radio stations to, <laughs> to choose from, you'd be listening to talks. We'll be listening to talks about. Send me back. I've got to haunt this prick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it time for an email? It is. Thank you for uh, for your email, lady. I'm going to put it out there. This is a damn fine intro. Hmm. Ramble Beasts Grrr. Yeah, It's right. <laughs> odd, it's a new one yeah. While studying at Stirling Uni A good ten or so years ago I went to watch Stirling Albion Versus Inverness Cali Thistle In the Scottish Second Division A dreadful match, obviously <laughs> Was punctuated by two highlights uh, The first was playing What the fuck is Bino? Uh, I presume that's pronounced Bino uh, While my friends and I tried to guess What creature Bino, the Stirling mascot Was based upon <laughs> yeah. our, best guess, our best guess was a sloth But given their lackadaisical nature I doubt that was a likely or appropriate animal for a mascot. The second highlight was what the rather vocal fella in front of us who punctuated the silence of the few hundred present with a classic insult in the direction of Duncan Shearer, the Cali Thistle manager. He cried, Look at you, I bet you dip your fucking chips. <laughs> This bizarre comment was greeted by laughter in the stands and a confused look from Duncan Shearer. I still have no idea what was meant. Chris in Glasgow, different one from last week. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> yeah, oh, I love Duncan way, Shearer. I love the way the manager can hear him. That's great. Uh, there's no way they're going to have a mascot as a sloth. No, no. way. <laughs> It'd be um, a great one though. You'd have it on the crossbar before the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that'd be great. Uh, yeah. no, leave it there. Not yeah. Big Duncan Shearer. Is that the uh, ginger head striker for Aberdeen? Mm. Was it? statistically yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's profile time. How about that? Mm. Always happens. Like them profile apples. Always happens. Now, who have we got? Who have we got? It's oh my goodness! It's Giuseppe Miazza, legend. Only Mr. San Siro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to you, <laughs> it's Doctor San Siro to you. See <laughs> yeah. so what you done there, Jimbo. Whoa! Now let's get the most important thing out of the way first. He was born on the twenty third of August, nineteen ten. 
57 years before that summer of love. Before that summer. Before that. So he lived through it. He lived through it. Many in Italy regard this man as the greatest Italian player of all time. In he comes. <laughs> <laughs> That's going some. Yeah. Well, there's been a few from uh, that land, I can tell you, Petey. Well, you know. <laughs> um, he was known as Peppino um, to those who knew him well. He was a superb footballer and a real character off the field, too. We'll get to that in just a short while. His name is, of course, synonymous with the mighty Inter. He's quite an iconic guy, um, is uh, Giuseppe Miazza. For the, even the way he looks as well. He had the slick back hair. He's quite yeah. a good-looking guy. Very handsome chap. Yes, yeah. indeed he was. And he's a pioneer of cheekbones. He, he, he flaunted that, I feel, he, he, as well. He, he, has, he had what you'd call a, a sort of strong face. Like a very yeah. strong... Yeah. Sort of Striking look. Yeah. Cla- classic. Yeah. If you said draw yeah. a man, you'd yeah. draw his face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you would. Absolutely. <laughs> that's right, you would. <laughs> Striking would be apt as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, indeed yeah, he was a striker. Good. Indeed he was a striker. Uh, when he turned 16, the, uh, on that very same day, his hero, the famous Italian actor Rudolf Valentino died and from then on he slicked his hair back as a tribute to Valentino and that was to become his a I- precocious youngster <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> indeed um, Miazza was from a poor background himself and uh, sadly his dad died during the first world war so you know a present of a pair of football boots flipping heck oh, that's great well stuff, appreciated yeah. Yeah. Well and, appreciated. What, and, what, and that guy what, inadvertently made a huge impact on Italian football by doing that yeah it's incredible yeah. isn't yeah. it yeah. Like yeah. that one sort of yeah. small gesture uh, he's quite a slight chap old uh, Miazza but not frail but quite um, people would think he's there for the bully they'd underestimate him they would indeed yeah they would indeed they'd be wrong to do that <laughs> wouldn't they just uh, he played up front and was always amongst the girls f- girls amongst the goals yeah. as well from a very early age he certainly was around in the summer of um, life. Milan actually Milan turned him down because um, they thought he wasn't big enough to be a, mm. a footballer how many times do we hear this in every profile <laughs> yeah. they're kids <laughs> <laughs> they get bigger when are they going to learn Inter overlooked that and he played for their youth set up or in their youth set up for three years He's made, he made his debut um, 17 years old in a pre-season tournament in Como or Como in uh, northern Italy and uh, Inter were often the whipping boys in that tournament mm. losing out to their rivals Milan and uh, before one of the matches in the tournament Inter, one of Inter's midfielders Gipo Viani saw the young Peppino and uh, Peppino was getting on his kit at the time and obviously he was um, going to be playing it would be apparent and the uh, Viani said sarcastically in a high pitched voice ooh are we making the kids play now yeah. Miazza scored two goals that game <laughs> and Inter went on to win the tournament with a young lad playing a starring role <laughs> I like the thing nah. that you went back yes we are <laughs> <laughs> do you want some humble <laughs> lasagna <laughs> <laughs> Two years later, <laughs> when he was 19, he won the Scudetto with Inter and became the darling of Italian football. Um, yeah, very skillful player who would entertain the crowds no end, score goals, but he wouldn't just score, he was a creator as well. Mm. Uh, a lot of bag of tricks, bag of tricks. Well, a real all round player. People see a scoring record and think, oh, he's just, you know, just gets amongst the goals and he's a bit of a poacher, but he wasn't that. He was very much involved in a lot of the build up, a very creative player as well. Would you say a complete player? I think I would actually, yeah. Mm. Um, in that season when they won the league, he scored 33 goals. Uh, he would get kicked all over the park by the opposition, but still managed to produce the goods. He often was well. He was quite well known because he would often dribble past like the whole defence, sell a dummy, his trademark dummy to the keeper, and then just stroke the ball into the empty <laughs> net, which would just piss the, the opposition yeah. players <laughs> and fans off no end. So you get more treatment. And his first, I love it when a player's got like a special move like yeah. that. Yeah. It's got this thing they do all the time. Finish him. Yeah. In his first two seasons uh, playing for Inter, he scored sixty-four goals in all competitions. Very much, he was still a teenager. Uh, a few years later, in nineteen twenty-nine, he got a double hat trick in one game that's six yeah in case you, your math was a bit skew if and uh, playing um, it was against Roma I think uh, in 1930 he scored a hat-trick inside the opening three minutes <laughs> <laughs> is that the one where he really annoyed the goalkeeper the go- I've no doubt he did annoy the keeper I, I somewhat think, um, cause James Horncastle was telling me that he did this and I think he, over- he scored four in the game in the end <laughs> And apparently, like the fourth goal he scored, the re- the keeper like chased him back to the sort of circle, <laughs> like spun him round and gave him one of the give him the old uh, umbrella they caught in Italy. Go fuck off, sign. Yeah, I said stop this, please. Yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, he's uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't stop yeah, it. Exactly. I'm supposed to be doing it. There's people watching. Yeah, <laughs> they've come to you. Stop, 
stop it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're for. Yeah. Come to see me. Yeah. Um, his debut for the uh, Italian national team came in 1930 against Switzerland, still only 19 years old. Uh, scored a couple, of course, yeah. in a 4-2 win. Why wouldn't he? Now, uh, as we said earlier, or as I said earlier, uh, he was um, a bit of a ladies' man. He was loved by the fans, but he was loved by the women even more. Um, he was the first Inter player to drive a sports car as well, so he's a bit flash. Where did you get that? I'd love to be known for that. Did they have the aforementioned horses? Well, I, yeah, I think it was you know, quite a flash going around town with slick back hair. And yeah. He's Mario Balotelli. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pre runner. Um, he liked a night out on the town. Uh, once, uh, this is a quite a well known story. He once woke up at two in the afternoon. And he wow. was due. He, well, hang on. <laughs> what a decadent life. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was due on pitch uh, an hour later. <laughs> <laughs> the game was kicking off at three that he was due to appear in. He ran outside. He apparently hailed a taxi down in his pyjamas, arrived at the stadium ten minutes before kickoff. And as Miyatsu himself said, luckily I live near the stadium and I managed to get there in the rush. My teammates and the coach looked at me disprovingly. Well, I'm not surprised. Yeah. It, only, it was only five minutes before the kickoff, so I changed quickly and joined them on the pitch I could hear the inter-director inter saying we'll deal with him after the match we'll find out what he's been up to luckily I scored a hat-trick so no one said a word afterwards <laughs> <laughs> and he did it every Saturday after that yeah. one couple of hours before the game yeah. saw the goalkeeper as Trey McDummy vomited scored the goal <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's just it's incredible absolutely incredible and th I mean there would have been umpteen amount of stories like yeah. that um, I'd imagine he was 24 when uh, Italy hosted the 1934 World Cup Miazza was on form and Italy won the blooming tournament yeah uh, in incredible scenes for them um, now he scored uh, 28 goals in 30 games in that season a few years in 37-38 season which was going into the 38 World Cup when Italy won it again uh, we've mentioned before they might have got a little helping hand from yeah. uh, a few backhanders yeah, so they definitely did <laughs> <laughs> yeah they did uh, but he was still decent though yeah. and they were still a good side the, um, the great moment from that tournament which is one of his great moments in an Italian shirt was when he was uh, playing against Brazil in the semi-final he was about to take a penalty and the elastic on his shorts snapped and they were kind of falling down but he'd already kind of he'd gone back and he was just about to start his run up and it happened now he didn't even stop or anything just to adjust he carried on with the run up just grabbed his shorts pulled them back up sent the keeper the wrong way bomb scored ridiculous <laughs> just <Yeah>. so cool <laughs> so calm absolutely incredible um, imagine how many, how many goals he'd have scored in his career if all this stuff didn't happen to him <laughs> <laughs> uh, he linked up very well with uh, fellow dwarf inductee Silvio Piola during that yeah. tournament um, that is a strike force isn't it yeah come on <laughs> <laughs> apparently um, Miazza was the only player in the uh, national team that was allowed to smoke <laughs> and he would do so even in front of the manager <laughs> during <laughs> the game. Just smoke the tactics, just sitting in the corner having a fag. Yeah, yeah I'll score. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, unfortunately, um, in his late twenties, he, uh, I think it was uh, blood circulation problems. In one of his feet, he started to lose uh, the feeling in one of them, and understandably, he was quite, never quite the same player after that. But he's still very good, though. Um, yeah. And with uh, one functioning foot, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> to measure the uh, He finished playing with Inter in 1940 and went on to Milan, uh, controversially, and Juventus, amongst others, afterwards. But he did make it back to his beloved Inter for his final year of his career, which was in the late 40s. After playing, he did try his hand at coaching, and uh, he was the first. I think he might. Been the first Italian coach to go abroad. Went to Besiktas in, in his sports car. In his, oh, yeah. he drove there, yeah, <laughs> or on his horse. We're not, we're not clear <laughs> on this yet. Um, he coached Inter and Atalanta as well, and the national side for a short period, but never really, nearly quite did it as a coach. P people say he's he's sort of guilty of that thing that a lot of great players are guilty of when it comes to management they sort of get frustrated they always talk about their own career and stuff yeah. why can't you do this but one thing he did do as youth coach of, of Inter which is a bit of a which contributes to his legacy is that he um, when he was a youth team coach he spotted and brought through two legendary Inter players um, Sandro Mazzola oh, yeah. and, um, and Facchetti who both went on to win the European Cup back to back with Herrera on that great Herrera oh, yeah, side yeah, in the yeah. 60s and, and both started into their entire careers so you know that his legacy lived yeah. on through them really all from a pair of football boots Exactly Exactly um, He scored 33 goals For the Italian national side And it was 
the um, it was the record until um, Gigi Riva sorry oh, Riva, yeah. um, broke it. So he's now the second uh, highest scorer. But as Miatsa said, that Riva is good. He's got a lot of goals against Cyprus and Turkey. Surely my goals were much more important. <laughs> <laughs> Team Miatsa. <laughs> so yeah, it's funny, isn't it? I mean, well, it's not that funny because it's quite a defensive side, but only thirty-six goals, I think, yeah. it is uh, Riva. Oh, 35-36 Yeah, top scorer for the Italian national team. Um, Miatsa died in nineteen seventy-nine, and sensationally, with the agreement of um, AC Milan, Inter renamed the San Siro Stadium in honour of him um, to the uh, Stadio uh, Giuseppe Miazza, mm. which is the official name of the stadium. Well, obviously, everyone Absolutely. often refers to it as the San Siro because that's the, uh, the the area it's in. We turned out for Milan for a little bit. He did, well. yeah. yeah. He did, yeah. But it's good of them to. I mean, yeah, he's know. certainly much more of an intelligent. Oh, of course, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah it was a good gesture from Milan. Yeah, he's also a FIFA Hall of Champions inductee and an Italian Hall of Fame entrant. So yeah, that's the warm up. Yeah, he'll have a hat trick <laughs> in uh, just a brief moment. I'll finish with a quote from the Italian national coach from the thirties, Vittorio Pozzo. He said, "Having Miazza in your team meant you started one goal up." Yeah, oh, there <laughs> it is. Get in here. In he comes, Papino. Right then, Ramble Folk, that is the end of the show for this week. If you'd like to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com, isn't it, Jim? Yes, it is. Uh, this week on the blog, there are suggestions for how to oust Sepp Blatter. Let's focus on D-Beck's LA Galaxy uh, triumph and a look at the women's league in Australia, with the women's national team genuinely being known as the Matildas. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's also the Retro Ramble, this time looking at Monaco's 3-2 victory over Juventus in the 1998 Champions League semi final second leg great team that Monaco team a forgotten yep. oh, great yeah, team it, it was only Peruzzi that kept him in it yeah and you know. I mean that was over two ties as well, over two legs yeah, so that was yeah. incredible incredible yeah. uh, set of games uh, there's also live fantasy football with Pick Live uh, the Dean Winners Hall of Fame and the famous forum so get over there because it is far more interesting than your job <laughs> yeah <laughs> I presume Luke um Yes, the Football Ramble drinks are this Saturday. So you're, this show comes out on the Wednesday. The 26th is the Saturday uh, following it. And that's when the Ramble drinks are. They're at a pub called The King's Arms in Liverpool Street in East London. We'll be printing the guest list out, which you've got to be on by clicking attending on the Facebook event or emailing us at show at com out on about Friday evening. So you need to be on there before then. It'll be a lot of fun. The King's Arms in East London. It's All the details are online. 3pm start. There we go. Right then. Um... I'd like you to say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. And you, Pete. Goodbye, Marcus. And you, Luke. Goodbye, all of you. And it's goodbye from me. Now's the end of the ramble. See you on Saturday. Just a short while. Miatsa. Do you want to be in my gang, my gang, my gang? Don't you want to be in my gang? Oh, yeah! I'm a leader, I'm a leader, I'm a leader, I'm a leader of the gang. Pedos! That's not his dance! That's Jagger! Big Jagger, you mental! Come on, come on! Anyway, one of the greatest Italian footballs of all time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.